This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Right now, I want to revisit the debate in Alberta. It's been an ongoing debate, hasn't it, around the math curriculum. And the education minister, David Egan, uh, I think has shown some uh, awareness of the problem with dropping math scores and how the move to discovery math has contributed to that. And I think there's, there's a willingness to, to pull back on that. And it was a process that began under the previous government. Now, at the same time, don't forget, we're now going through what the government says is a, a, a complete overhaul of Alberta's education. And we don't know what that's going to mean. We certainly don't know what it's going to mean for math in particular. But are we doing what needs to be done to get math scores back on track and adjust the math curriculum? We've heard from a lot of math professors who say that this has been detrimental to, to math skills and kids are coming to university without having the skills that they need. And here's the story this week from Post Media. Provincial math exams for grade six students are changing to gauge if Alberta children's basic math skills are improving. Education Minister David Egan has tweaked the grade six provincial achievement test to include a 15 question written section with no calculators allowed. The K-9 math curriculum has also been updated this school year to emphasize basic numeracy skills, such as knowing the times tables and step-by-step instructions for addition. Steps in the right direction, I think. Uh, Our next guest has uh, followed this whole debate uh, closely, written a lot about it. David Staples is a columnist for the Edmonton Journal, edmontonjournal.com. Hello, David. Hey, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. Um, You know, I know you've got an active interest in this story, and I think a lot of Albertans do. So is this indicative of uh, a move in the right direction, do you think? Yeah, it's another encouraging sign. Uh, the NDP had, had uh, been slow to react initially to the problems with the math curriculum. It had been the wild rose with Daniel Smith and, um, you know, leading the charge politically. The NDP had always kind of backed up the status quo, like, oh, nothing to see here, no problem here. You know, this discovery math is great, even though the PISA results showed that we had doubled the number of math illiterate kids in our province in 10 years with this new discovery math approach. So this is a real tragedy for those kids. 15 out of 100 kids uh, by the um, mid-2010s, by about 2013, 15 out of 100 are math illiterate in this province. You know, that's just a recipe for despair for people. If they don't even have the basic skills to, you know, add up their grocery bill, it's a problem for them. So, you know, it's the NDP under Notley, she promised, first time an NDP leader, she promised that they're going to, she saw this as a problem, she said they're going to take action. So the first thing Dave Egan did, did was say, even though, you know, he didn't say this, but even though the ATA was pushing for getting rid of the provincial exams, Dave Egan said, no, we're keeping them in grade six. And now he's added on this thing where we're actually going to test kids to see if they can multiply and divide. And they, and they can't have a calculator they got to do this. they got to show their work, and they got to do this. So, you know, this seems so basic, and it shows how far we've gone off kilter with this discovery math, this discovery, uh, math nonsense, you know, this unproven work that kind of swept over this fad that swept the, the nation and the continent, and everyone adopted it. We've gone so far over the grade six students in their, in their big test are using calculators the entire time, just that just strikes me as bizarre so it looks thank goodness they're moving in the right direction oh yeah no kidding um you mentioned the ata though and 
The fact that the ATA is going to play an active role in this curriculum review and shaping new curriculum, do you, do you think there's going to be some pushback uh, regarding discovery math and, and as it pertains to what the math curriculum looks like on the other end of this process? I don't think in the end that the ATA is particularly wedded to discovery math. I think they did get, you know, a lot of teachers and, and maybe the union leaders themselves got swept up in discovery learning and inquiry-based learning, and like a lot of people did. Um, I think it's a problem that the ATA has an official role. You know, we're introduced as partners in the curriculum rewrite. It's never happened before in Alberta that that's happened. We've always had the government doing it, government elected by the people and our voice and they then have hired teachers to do it they brought in teachers to you know seconded them to government to help write the new curriculum so it's like teachers working with government but no official union voice in that process and i don't know why any interest group even the teachers union is involved in writing the curriculum that should you know Whatever the union values are, whatever the union's thinking, that could start to creep into the curriculum. Why is that happening? It shouldn't happen. No more than big oil should be involved in the curriculum. I mean, the ATA howled when big oil companies were involved in the curriculum, when business were involved. Well, I think we should howl that when unions are involved, they shouldn't be there, and the ATA shouldn't be there. Teachers should be there, not the union. Well, and what, what puzzles me, though, is why the ATA... Uh, has such a position on this that you would think it would be the opposite. I've seen what discovery math looks like. I've got two kids in, in, the, uh, in the public school system. It seems to me to make the job of being a teacher that much more difficult when you're teaching kids all these different ways uh, of trying to solve simple math equations and these ridiculous convoluted steps that they have to take to use these other methods. To me, it seems it would be much simpler for teachers uh, to teach the old way. I think that the the union has backed away from its tacit or overt support for discovery learning and inquiry-based learning to some extent because they've heard from so many teachers, like, this is just making our job hell. Yeah. They brought in this pilot project uh, in the uh, Rocky View area, I believe it's called. It's near Calgary. I'm not sure if I have the name of the district right, but there's a big school district there outside of Calgary, and they brought in this discovery learning pilot project and, and the, the, the levels of teachers' stress and dissatisfaction just went ro- shooting up. Mm-hmm. So after that happened, I think that, that was a real big wake-up call. Like, we're going to have to work so much harder because these methods of teaching, they might, are, they might be good in theory, but they just don't work very well. And they lead to a lot of stress, students not learning, parents unhappy. So I think there's been some sober second thoughts on the part. Certainly, like, teachers uh, are leery of it. Many teachers are, and I think at the official level as well that the ATA is, and it looks like the, the provincial government definitely is. So, so that's that's a bit of progress. You know, at the same time, it's interesting because uh, I, I've spoken with Nung Tran Davies a number of times. So you, you've spoken with her as well. She's this Kalmar parent who uh, spearheaded this petition drive to, to get the government to change its position. And as much as maybe we're making some progress here, it seems as though, and, and the last time I spoke to her, that the government's not really interested in, in talking to her anymore. Nung is very frustrated, you know, because she has been shut out by the government. They're tired of hearing from her. You know, she's been a, you know... 
thorn here in their side. Yes, <laughs> huge success story. This you know a Vietnamese immigrant from a very poor family, but she came up in a school system that really served her and her brothers and sisters. And she's become a medical doctor. She lives out in Kalmar. You know, she's a success story, and and people really responded when someone like that was saying, you know, obviously bright if not brilliant, and she's saying, you know, my kids aren't learning math because of this crazy system. And then everyone's thinking, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going through too. Mm -hmm. So she became this kind of, you know, a real hero to a lot of people and and a problem for the government. So I don't know uh, why they're not meeting with her. uh, She's she's very uh, diligent. She's talked to all the experts. She's rallied the math experts. She's rallied the parents. You know, clearly the government should listen to her, and it makes no sense that they're not. Well, but certainly these these uh, math professors who have been so vocal speaking out about this. Uh, I I mean I think it's it's part of the pressure that's come to bear on the government. But but do you think that it's made a difference having these these math professors lay out the case for why this has been a mistake? It was absolutely crucial to have that. Um, some of these math professors like Robert Cragen were were. Um, aware of and, and partly partially are trying to get involved when this huge rewrite of the curriculum happened in the mid uh, 2000s and 2005 2006 when the discovery math people kind of made their power play and took over the curriculum for western canada uh for math the math professors like craigan were completely shut out no one knew this at the time right this is all going on behind the scenes everyone's you know happy as clowns, so to speak. But Cregan was shut out. The, the real math professors were shut out. And instead, it was kind of education professors who were dabblers in math, uh, had a specialty in math, uh, but weren't mathematicians themselves who led the way. And after the uh, PISA results came out in 2013 to show that, that our huge math illiteracy uh, problem in Alberta, it all came out. And people like Craig and stepped up. And all of these professors stepped up and talked about how they'd been shut out of the process, always had these questions and came up with some solutions to fix things. And they've been working with the government, some of these people, uh, math professors across the province, to fix the the, uh, the the major problems that were created by the um, education professors and uh, education consultants. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think... At the end of the day, we're probably going to end up with some kind of a, a hybrid. I don't think discovery math is is going to be phased out completely, and and maybe it still has a place. Maybe there's something to be said for uh, that critical thinking side where kids try to find different ways of finding for them the best way of, of getting an answer. I think the the numeracy and I think the memorization has a place, but you think that that it's going to be a combination of the two? Oh, definitely. And I think the point that the um math professors and the cognitive scientists have always made it of course we want people to engage in critical thinking and be creative and love numbers and do all these great things that the discovery math people talk about with math like that that is our fondest goal is had to happen Mm -hmm. but you cannot do that high level work you can't do that high level work until you until you can quickly uh do equations in your simple math and your calculations in your head because if, if you can't do those calculations you're, when you're trying to solve bigger problems, your mind's taken up as like, so what is seven times six? If your mind is doing that, you can't solve a higher level fraction equation even. You can't do higher math. So they want um, the basics in place so people are able to move on and do all that good stuff that everyone wants to happen in math. Well, we'll see how this plays out going forward. I think, as you say, some steps in the right direction, but this curriculum review will be the real test. Uh, EdmontonJournal.com. Folks, and find your piece today on all of this, David. Thanks so much for your time here this afternoon. Thanks, Rob. Much appreciated.
Take care. Right. David Staples is a columnist for the Edmonton Journal, edmontonjournal.com. And as mentioned, he's got a piece up today on how math reforms are now bringing hope for our most vulnerable students. Now, you might think that maybe the NDP would be more ideologically predisposed to these uh, new progressive approaches. But I think they've been pragmatic on this so far. And there's been a lot of pressure because I think parents have been outspoken on this. Maybe they don't want to talk to Dr. Nunn uh, Trandabies anymore, but they're well aware of how many people have supported her cause and how many people have signed that petition. Uh, 974-8255 is our telephone number. we got some time for your calls in this hour. We're going to talk a bit more about the math curriculum. I've uh, got some other issues to discuss as well here. It's afternoons, a Friday afternoon here on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.